Well, hi, my name is Teresa Dedman. Welcome to Create Talks. It's time to start a global conversation about how creativity with God is the game changer for living a fulfilled life. It's in us. It's who we are. Creativity is in our DNA. You will hear from me and hosts of guests I will be interviewing who are transforming culture and the church as they co-create with God. So I invite you to come and be part of this Kingdom Creative Global family. I have seen countless people find freedom and healing when they discover their unique creative purpose in life. So I want to empower you to create with God and unleash your creative destiny. So come on and let's get going. Well, welcome to Create Talks, and thank you so much for joining me. In this first season, I've been sharing about how you can fulfill your creative call through cultivating these core values that build a strong foundation and help you to become successful. Core values to me are like the rudder on a sailboat, guiding us through different currents, and without it, we would be lost. So as a creative catalyst, I want to help you grow and build momentum to reach your creative destiny. And I found out that those who know how to co-create with God and practice His presence, they are the ones who thrive in life. And that's what I want for you. Skill alone can only get you so far. But knowing how you can create with God the Father in heaven, that's what it's all about. It's all about relationships. So we're almost at the end of our first season. I feel like I should get some Kleenexes out, at least for me. I've so enjoyed just being with you. And if you've been tuning in since the start of this podcast, I want to give you a shout out. Woo! Thank you. You are my peeps. Thank you for going on this journey in this sailboat, discovering who you are. Please let me know how these core values have impacted you by leaving a review, and I'd love, love, love to hear your feedback and your testimonies. You all know how much I love testimonies. So the next core value that we are talking about is a huge core value for me, and it's for how we can really, really grow in having meaningful ways of really transforming culture, and that's being culturally relevant. Again, we're studying about being culturally relevant today. You see, We have to study what's relevant to the people we want to reach through our creative desires. We we have to. We can have the best message, but the wrong way of expressing it. And if they don't value it, then guess what? They won't want to listen. We all know how many seconds it takes for people to like or not like a post or a blog, right? Right. It's crazy. And the God of the universe who created you and me has wired us for story. So we have to ask ourselves, what messages are we conveying through our creative lens that others understand and can value? This is so huge. 
See, I believe we need to know what our youth and culture are thinking and what they value if we're ever going to make a lasting impact. We have to be creating for the generations that are coming up behind us. And if you're a parent, a teacher, an educator, man, I want you to know, like, it's time for you to touch the younger generation to learn to create with God. You know, check out my e-course called Create for Kids at TeresaDedman.com if you want to learn more and if you want to touch the next generation. So in starting out, how can we be culturally relevant through what we create? Now, we all remember embarrassing moments when we didn't follow the directions, uh-huh, uh-huh, and ended up wishing we were somewhere else. I know, I have. I was lost in South Africa at a wildlife park. Now, it's terrible when your cell is out of juice because you've taken so many pictures of lions, elephants, and rhinoceroses. It's late at night, you're in a game park, and all of a sudden, you lose your sense of direction. Pretty crazy, isn't it? But let's get back to that dreadful sound because all of us have been there, not maybe in South Africa, but somewhere where you're in the grocery store or somewhere in a restaurant and all of a sudden you accidentally trigger an alarm on an exit door and everyone turns around to find out what unaware idiot couldn't follow the rules and you feel so embarrassed. You hear that bong, bong, bong. Well, a lot of Christians feel that way when they go outside the four walls of the church and try to share their kingdom beliefs only to offend others when they hear a bong, bong, bong. So they stop trying because they don't know how to reach people and relate to them because they feel embarrassed. Does it sound familiar? Yes. But, but why is this? I, I think many of us as believers, we haven't been taught how to be culturally relevant in society, and we don't know how to interact with people that may have different beliefs or ideas. So guess what? It's easier to hide who we are because we don't want to be embarrassed and hear the bong, bong, bong. So in the Christian community, a lot of times we've been taught that the world number one, is evil and that we have to protect ourselves from the world. So we isolate ourselves in fear. We run away from culture, believing it will harm us. Now, I want you to stop and think, what are your beliefs about society and culture? Do you have an us versus them mentality? What do you believe about the world and its power over us to harm or to impact us? If you have a fear, you will never learn to reach out. But the Bible has a different perspective. It says that you are the light of the world and you're not to hide that underneath a bushel, underneath a basket. That means that you can't be afraid of the darkness and the struggles that people face that are all around you. Instead of running away from people, we are called to run toward people and meet them right where they're at in their need. So God wants to destroy the light that you have to be afraid of the dark and he wants to show you right now that you are the light and that the light is stronger than the night and the dark. I, I think a, another problem, if I want to be candid, is that I think that a lot of us here 
haven't been taught how to be culturally relevant because we've had so many negative experiences around watching other Christians reach the lost. I mean, we've all seen people with large billiard signs that says, repent, you sinners, you are going to hell. And it's not that people have bad hearts, but there's a bong, 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 because people want to scurry away from these people because it's so culturally offensive. And it makes me sad. It's it's not the way Jesus reached out to the broken. He came in love, not willing that anyone would perish. He helped people know who he was through creative storytelling and through compassion and healing. So think about, don't be offended by others because don't let that stop or silence your voice. And another problem I think that Christians may have and you might have is from being culturally relevant that it's mainly that we create with our audience as Christians in mind. See, when I travel and I see this, there's a lot of people that when I ask them to create and go out in the marketplace, they have to create something that has a big cross on it or a big sign that says, Jesus is real. And I want to ask you this question. This is not what Jesus did. Um, what did he do to the prodigal? What did did Jesus share about the lost coin or the parable of the talents? He showed these different beliefs and messages, not through people knowing about the Torah and the law, but by creative storytelling. We are master storytellers. And if all these parables led to others understanding the principles of the kingdom, then we need to change the way we view ourselves touching people. We need to think about what's culturally relevant to them and not to us. Again, what is relevant to the people that we want to touch and not what we're comfortable with ourselves? See, and I think that we're on the upside. I believe the tide is turning and that more and more Christians are doing movies and art and creating songs that are done with excellence and that are culturally relevant. This is so exciting to me as a creative catalyst. In fact, I celebrate all of you who are listening who will bring excellence and value to others so that they understand who they are and they can grow and understand the message of the kingdom. So here are some practical ways that you can develop this core value. If it seems like it's daunting, if it seems like, oh my gosh, Teresa, you have no idea. I don't even know how to start. Let me share with you some practical ways that you can today start to become culturally relevant with those you want to touch. So first, if you're going to be culturally relevant, you have to learn who people are and what motivates them. What does love look like to a child versus a teenager versus a millennial or a person in India versus a person in America? What does love look like to a homeless person versus a person who's rich? Which types of creative metaphors or stories do each of these groups need? That is what you need to ask yourself. Always start with where others are at rather than where you are. Remember, it's not about you. It's about them. If you start there, you can find creative language to reach them. And this is why Paul... As we know, in Athens, he was there and he was asking God for a creative strategy to be relevant to the people in Athens. So he looked up and he saw all of these idols and he saw one that was attached to an unknown God. 
and he began to share the message of the kingdom by saying, hey, I know who this is. And then he brought Jesus into it. So his message didn't start with repent, but it started with something that was culturally relevant to the people that were in Athens. You know, we see this principle in music. Think about how many concerts are playing around the world right now as I'm speaking. How many people are listening to music at this moment? And how many music genres are currently happening right now? It's, it's kind of overwhelming. But talk about being culturally relevant to a stream, just like Paul was to Athens. What is the culture into? A perfect example of what I'm talking about is Kanye West who completely gave his heart to Christ and is using his creative message of being relevant through his music. It's crazy, isn't it? Here is a man who's changing history because he's an influencer and because he knows what people need. In fact, I think that right now, for all of us that are listening right now to this podcast, I think a lot of us don't understand the relevancy of the message of Kanye West. Why? Because what, we're, what we love is we love worship. In fact, that's probably in a lot of our playlists. But how many of you have seen people that are in the marketplace trying to use worship as a way of touching people for God? Now, I love it that they're passionate about God, but it doesn't mean anything to the people. I could hear the bong, 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 like, what are you doing? It's not meaningful to me. So we need to rethink why we are playing it and for whom. We need to get a hold of why Kanye West is such a major influencer right now. So if we start with our Christian creative norm and believe everyone else will enjoy what we enjoy, we are not being culturally relevant or sensitive to our audience. I think believers who are excellent musicians like Kanye West and others that are transforming people's lives, that's what we need to get a hold of. Like the song Amazing Grace or I Can Only Imagine. Let's look at songs and the value of our people that we're trying to reach and let's see it from a different vantage point. So if you want to be culturally relevant, become more aware of your audience than what you are into. And I believe whoever is at the forefront of creativity will influence culture the most. If you want to reach culture, we have to study it as Daniel and Joseph did in the Old Testament. We need to know who they are. See, they brought creative solutions to issues their culture was facing and through favor with God and man made the world a better place. And so can you. And let's just take a look at Jesus. You know, Jesus, how was he culturally relevant? Well, Jesus told fishing stories to fishermen, farming stories to farmers, and stories of families to everyday people. He read his audience well and invited them to explore truth through the lens that they could relate to. He delved into hard concepts through stories that would open up new possibilities about God being a loving father, and how to love those who have offended us. So Jesus wasn't afraid of culture because he lived amongst us as one of us. He was into culture. His first miracle was at a wedding feast. He lived with them on a daily basis. He taught us love through the story of the Good Samaritan and the prodigal and how he loved us enough to go after the one through going after that lost sheep. 
These stories were not only relevant during Jesus' day, but they're relevant to us because the story behind them was the kingdom core value that was relevant not only in that day, but in this day. And again, his audience was broad enough to encompass all races, genders, which is why we all can relate to the woman at the well in John 4. So, we need to learn from Jesus, right? God wants us to have a large audience, which includes all different kinds of people, because God has a heart for all mankind, and he wants us to use creative strategies to reach them. And to do this, we have to know what people value. Secondly, in order for us to grow and become culturally relevant, we not only have to know who they are and what they value, but we have to have a moral compass and have a strong biblical foundation so that we aren't swayed by the culture's currents and by what's happening that is not upheld in the Bible. I mean, let's face it. All, that you are, all of you that are listening, a lot of people are influencing culture and they're changing the way we think and act morally. In our current culture, we have people who don't even feel guilty when they do something to harm themselves or others. But as believers, we hold up a standard of what is right and wrong, morally and ethically sound, by what we believe biblically that does not change with culture. We're here to influence others to believe in a higher standard of love, justice, and truth that supersedes what's normal in today's society. Creativity is the language of the heart that provokes people to engage with truth and to change the way they think. As believers, we have the ministry of reconciliation. We all know it, 2 Corinthians 5, that we are here to reconcile man back to Christ. We are here to talk about who he is, but in stories that bring about life and that are relevant to those that are hearing. And if God's identity and our identity as his child can be swayed by public opinion and we allow it, then we will not bear the likeness of his image. So as image bearers, <laughs> we must be true to who he is and his word and what he says. Or if we're not, our kingdom messages won't bear his likeness. So as creatives, we cannot separate what we believe from what we create. Let me say that again. As creatives, we cannot separate what we believe from what we create. You might be wondering, how do these two keys fit together? Well, we need to value and understand the people we're called to reach, and we create, and we need to know about how that message is understood. But we also need to keep a moral allegiance to God's truth as preeminent throughout our personal lives, what we believe, and what we create. We are called by God to know the people we're called to reach and be true to God as well. You know, case in point is here is Daniel in the lion's den. Such a key story for us in being culturally relevant. Because he was true to God above the cultural standards of the day, he was willing to die for his faith, yet serve in Babylon's courts. He never compromised, yet he was culturally current in the affairs of his daily work. If Daniel did it, we can do it. He is our example. 
And you might want to say, well, how does this play out in everyday life? Teresa, how have you done this? So uh, a testimony for me is like I grew up in a very creative home. And when my husband and I started our church, we did this through creating songs that were culturally current. So we would change the lyrics to popular songs and to rap songs during that time. And then we would play them all throughout the inner city of L.A., and people would want to hear it because it was their language. It was their music. It was what they loved. And so many people came to Christ. I was even a rap dancer. And I'm so glad that you cannot see it demonstrated. I will not ever demonstrate it, but we're talking about it now. The power of creativity at that moment in history transformed the way that people saw who God was. So if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. I mean, when I came up here to Reading in 2002, I began to ask Holy Spirit for creative strategies to reach the people in the marketplace through creativity. Again, not at all compromising my core values of who God was, but bringing things that were relevant to the people within my city. So for the last 16 years, my creative teams have brought kingdom music into restaurants through songs that are uplifting and songs that they've written. They've developed art and music teams that minister in hospitals, that minister in, in schools all around. We have so many places where God's presence comes because we're relevant to what the city and to what the people need. And through this, we've seen so many miracles at different places that it's crazy what can happen because we've learned to value what the culture needs and who they are and bring in the kingdom message through creative ways. And again, we've never compromised what we believe, but rather we've seen this as a vehicle for people to see Christ's love. Now, this might really be stirring you up a lot because you might not have the, the different things that I've had in growing up. So I want to take you on an encounter where you get to see the people that you're called to reach and let God unfold being culturally relevant into your life. And so I want you to go ahead and just close your eyes. Just pause a moment right now. If you're driving again, don't close your eyes, ha, ha, ha. But just keep your heart in, in context to what God wants to do right now. Holy Spirit, come. And I want him right now to break off all fear of reaching out. If there's bad models that you've seen, if there's afraid of making a mistake, of not being perfect, let God break that light off of you. And just picture Jesus, he, he's there and he says, I want you to go into all the world. This is the story of your life creating history for others. And now let Jesus show you the people that you're called to reach. It could be a certain population, it could be a child, it could be an adult, it could be a different sector in society, it could be a different nation. And then let's just say this out loud together. Say, Jesus, show me the people I am to reach for you. Reveal to me what they need. Now let God begin to give you creative strategies on how 
you can reach them, how you can be culturally relevant, what discoveries are you going to connect with with your own creativity. I remember when I was going after this, like all of you, I really wanted to touch people in hospitals. And so what I did as a prophetic act is every time I went by our hospital and I drove by it, I would say, that's my hospital. Give me creative ways. And by doing that, every time I was by the hospital, within three years, I now have had a successful program within hospitals ever since. So again, that's through art and music. It's through ways that people can understand their need because they're in that hospital bed all alone. Let God show you these kinds of strategies. So I'm going to wrap up. All right. We're going to get rid of that bong, bong, bong. And we're going to declare over you right now that you can be culturally current, that God's going to give you creative ideas, and that he's going to show you how to really make sure that your heart is pure and that you uphold your kingdom core values as well in your moral and, and ethical ways of believing. Remember, like Daniel, you are called to go and to change culture through what you believe, through God's love. And to do that, you have to know the culture and yet not at all be influenced by the culture's moral stuff that keeps you from knowing God's love. So again, those are the two prongs. We are called to be culturally relevant, but not be at all infiltrated in our understanding of what we believe morally and ethically. God has that. He's going to give that for you today. And you're going to see that shift and change culture. You can remember what we talked about. You are the light of the world. He has something for you to give that no one else has. So I want to encourage you to keep going after this, to keep studying this and see others get transformed. Next week, I can't wait for you to join me. We are going to be hearing from Sean Bowles. He is such a forerunner in creativity and he has so much to share with us about keys to becoming culturally relevant. So check that out next week. And I have just launched my new e-course called Created to Overcome. So if you have enjoyed these different sessions on breaking all performance or fear of rejection and walking into your creative call, you have to check this out and get it because it's going to transform your life. And remember, you are born to create.